to just give a shout out to Kitty, Kitty Flanagan for her single, Middle-Aged Lady. Go and download it now. It's an absolute treasure trove of truth. That is, that's fantastic. And welcome back to The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined, joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my sidekick, <gasps> Mrs. Berry. And it's been a long time. It's been a long time. We had our incredible experience in Bathurst. And was that not just... The best. Yeah. So we're just, eating chicken twisties. We're ju- eating chicken twisties and drinking gin and tonics. So this <laughs> could get pretty loose pretty fast. Uh, so never fear those dear listeners who couldn't make it to Bathurst. We are going to loosely commit to doing it once a quarter. Yes. I uh, believe next quarter we could be up in Newcastle mm-hmm. because we had the biggest response from the Newcastle. Newcastrovians? No, New Newcastrians. Newcastrians to come up there. And also, there's quite a push for us to go to Canberra. Yes. Um, so Canberra. If, if you and your mates live somewhere that's not in a, like, main city and you want us to come to your joint, let us know where you're from because yes. we're keen to, to come and meet more of you because I can tell you now it was one of the most joyful things I have done for a very long time. And oh. I've done some good shit. Yeah. It was pretty sensational. It was amazing. And can I just say, you and I, hilarious. Oh, God, we were on fire. We were on fire. And, what about, and what about Sam, Samantha Lee, who um, was basically our MC? Chanteuse. Our Chanteuse. She, Samantha Lee's, uh, Lee is uh, one of the real housewives of uh, Linfield. And her daughter and my son are very good friends. She is a trained opera singer. She's a trained jazz singer, and she's on the show all together now on Channel one Seven. Of the judges, and she performed Goosies, Goosebumps, Goosebumps, yeah. And all the women who came, every single one of you, what bloody legends! I, oh. I'm getting goosebumps now. Oh, no. um, the the cards and the gifts and just the stories, and oh, I got to meet Annika, who's been one of my readers for. A long time, and she's Dutch, so I put her on the phone to my stepmother, who's Dutch, because that yeah. makes sense. And well, that makes complete sense. Did they know each other? And Jen, and just, you know, a lot of the women who didn't know what they were there for, they were just... <laughs> we I, were quite surprised at how many people were there who had, had not, not listened. <laughs> so we were like, holy shitballs, they're going to be out of here in a second. And then we were thinking, shit, they've probably come to hear some sort of medical advice or... <laughs> Anyway, we filled them up with champagne. I'll put the... Oh, hang Can on. we have some yeah. aircon? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. I had a hot flush today when I was getting my Manny and Petty because uh, people... I was meant to do... This morning was one of my delightful, um, you know, Saturday morning 
uh, performances where, you know, you drive halfway down the beaches to drop one child at baseball, fly back to get the other child to take him the other direction up for art. Are you getting that air? Is that better? Uh, yes, it's getting better. Thank you. And then you fly, you meant to fly then all the way back down to the other end to watch said child play baseball and then fly back to pick the other one up from art, although he was under instruction that he may have to get a bus because we might not make it. And then one of the dads rings me from baseball and says, do you want me to drop, do you want me to drop Grover home? Oh, you I went, uh, that's, a, that's a gift. That's a ticket. And I went, I'm going to take <laughs> yes. you up on that. Can I pay you back with some good oral sex? <laughs> <laughs> or even not so good oral sex. <laughs> just a quick handy in the car park. Or you can just, I'll just flush my tits at you. <laughs> No, he's sort of a young, hip dad, and so, you know, he'd look, at, he'd look at this body and go, oh. And I, and I know he's, uh, and, you know, I'm very close friends to his um, his ex, and so... Does she listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah, she does. Uh, and uh, and so, I, out of allegiance to her, I will just take I will just take it as a nice uh, gesture. gesture. Maybe a brownie. Yeah. And so, I was, and so suddenly I went, oh, my God, I'm just... I'm going to go and get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, because I couldn't, I actually knew I had to have one before I came today because the paint was all chipped off and disgusting and it's getting hot. Well, ironically, look at mine. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen anything like that? No. Not on your feet. No. So Kim has got, turned up with some, about the same colour almost. Mm, yeah. Shiny toes and mine are a disgrace because I've been travelling internationally and spending a lot of time in pools recently. <laughs> and pools and polish don't go well. Um, yes, so I had a mani and a pedi, but I sat, was sitting there having my little manicure done, which I never get a manicure because I can guarantee it, it, it won't look like this in like Is that shellac? Today. No. Okay. I don't do that nonsense. Um, and I had to get, you know, the little, the tiny little fans I have there for you to dry. I had to turn that on and turn it on me. I sweat. Like, biggest hot flush while I was sitting there. Well, today's not the day to be having a hot flush because, <sighs> you know, it has been the bowels of hell. And we're only at the beginning of November. We are, we are already, we have hurtled, hurtled into peak cat well, season. Well, I got, I got all confused yesterday. I did a live five for the first time in forever and I said, can you believe it's October? <laughs> Fucking November, mate. <laughs> well, anyway, let's crack on. Um, we have something very interesting coming up. I'm going to point this to you, yes, and then I will pull up the questions. What's happening, Kim? Uh, we're going. We're being interviewed uh, because now we are, you know, authority <laughs> figures. <laughs> we're um, uh, influencers. <laughs> we're menopausal influencers. Menopausal influencers. Well, you did do that that special thing with Yumi Steins. I did. Mm. Uh, and uh, anyway. We're doing it, can I say the magazine? Yeah, of course. Oh, so we're doing it for Mind Food magazine. And if you are, um, if you have had a pretty torrid time going through menopause, uh, the person who is interviewing us, Cat Rody. Cat Rody. She's an excellent writer. Is quite keen to talk to you and you can contact her through our Facebook page. She put a post up on the Hot Flush Facebook page. Yes, and she's not one of those dodgy journos from the Daily Mail. She's legit. Yeah. Um, and I've known her through blogging and writing for a long time. She writes for the Sydney Morning Herald. She writes for Good Weekend. Um, and she's a very smart cookie. But we're just going to, we said to, she wanted to interview us. And I said, well, rather than just interview us, why don't we just discuss this on the podcast? And then she can take the notes, what you want. And Kat said, yeah. like, that's fine as long as it's up by Monday. That's fine. Can you get it up today? Yes. Okay. 
Why did you start the hot flush? Oh. Okay. We just like to we just like to whinge publicly. Well, I think we started it because there wasn't anything that wasn't covering what happens when you turn 40, mid-40s and oh, onwards. Yeah. Um, that wasn't like doom and gloom. and. But I also felt like we were talking to each other and to all of our friends and we we're all going through this same stuff. Like the psychoticness, the, the yeah, hotness. Yeah, and the hotness and the itchy and skin. And the depression. And the, and the no sleeping. And the, and the and, horrendous periods. And we're just like going, hang on a minute, like... We, you know, we, there needs to be some sort of communality about this where we all can actually reassure ourselves that we're, okay, we might be going insane, but we're all going insane together. Mm. And to know that you're not alone. And when uh, my mum was going through it, and my mum is one of the biggest um, cheerleaders of this, what we're talking about here, because there's such a stigma attached to it mm. that quite often women of our age weren't coping and they were sent off to the loony bin for a bit. Yeah. And it's just the next phase of life. So why... Why aren't we talking about it? Yeah. But we are talking about it and we're yeah. getting other people talking about it. Yes. So, um, Kat, that's probably why we started it because we wanted to let other women know that they're not alone mm. and um, chin hairs are a real thing. Oh, God, such a real thing. <laughs> okay, I'll move on to the next. I'm going to have to move to just dilapidatory cream, I think, because <laughs> the last time I waxed it, the acne that was no, just... No, don't do that, darling. There's always been some stigma and secrecy around menopause. But lately it seems women are more comfortable speaking up. Yeah, it's because of us. <laughs> Why do you think that might be? I think it's because of us. It's because of us. It's Moving because... on. <laughs> no. Um, I think it's because uh, we speak up a lot about things now that were once deemed yeah. taboo, like mental health. It's, but it's like what we were doing with early childhood mm. and motherhood. Mm. Suddenly we had vehicles like Twitter and Facebook and blogging. blogging to give voice and volume to our experiences. Yeah. And, we and were... so we're just the, we're the, we're that same cohort. So now as we move into the next one, I can't wait until we all start talking about sex in your 60s. I can't wait to talk about over 55s living. <gasps> over 55s living. I'm only 10 years off. <laughs> Holy shit. Actually, someone said that on the Facebook page, I think, about how they're about to turn 50 either next week or tomorrow or in a couple in a month or something. But the turning 50 part's not freaking them out. It's the turning 60 in 10 years that is freaking them out. Well, and that's quite that's quite legitimate. Well, my mum's 70 and she's hot as... She doesn't look 70. Oh, I hope I get those jeans. I hope I get those My mum's five years older than that and... and I don't know. Take maybe, your hand away from your mouth. I, I, and maybe that, maybe that first... Uh, maybe that... Five first half of the seventies is a torrid time because we'll move on to that after we finish Kat's question. Yeah, what more could be done to smash the stigma of menopause? Talk about it. Talk to your friends about talk it. Talk about it. Talk Join about it. Join the Hot Flush Facebook page. Um, yeah. Listen to the podcast. Rally some bloody companies to get on board and sponsor what we're doing because we're doing it. Yeah, and I think um, they have to. Um, and, we, have, and, we have to start being a little bit more bolshy with our medical professionals as well. Yeah, absolutely. Too many women are going to their GP and their GP's just telling so like, them yeah, that they're like, just tired. You've got to go in, get the blood test, yeah. get my hormones test, let me know what's going on. Yeah. And is this depression because I'm depressed or is it because there's a fluctuation in my hormones? Yeah. Um, my periods are coming down like Niagara Falls and I don't wish that to happen yeah. anymore. <sighs> get Marina I, fell out this week. I didn't know those things could just fall out. And that's true. That's the second one that's fallen out. She's going to get the whole thing. She's getting rid of it, I think. Hi, Kill. 
mouth like throwing a toothpick down a hallway. <laughs> oh, what? What is that line? What? Well, if I, I'm not going to explain that. That's an old one. Um, so that's what can be done is talk to your GP, talk to your friends, join our Facebook group. Okay, why is it important that women have a forum such as the Hot Flush Meetup Facebook group to share their experiences? Uh, the, the whole, because this is what humans are actually about. Humans need other humans. We need to talk to each other. We need to see each other. We need to touch and feel each other to, to feel like we matter. Yeah, and that we're a part of something. Yeah, and that is like that is ground zero for 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 being for wellness. Mm. And and I just think when you're going through a time in your life that is particularly tumultuous, mm-hmm. whether it's a life event or or something actually happening, or to newborns, your, or losing a yeah, parent, yeah, or yeah, going through a, a separation. life event, or like an actual physical thing, like many many menopause, like menopause, you you have to have that connectivity. Yeah. But it's, it's always been the way, like yeah. generations of storytelling yeah. sitting around. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that, that we're not embarrassed about talking about it anymore. And, you know, once no. upon a time, if you had a, a bit of a moustache, um, but now mm. I will say to my friend, dude, there's some nair in the bathroom, and sort <laughs> yourself out. And they go, oh, thanks. But, you know, once yeah. upon a time, you used to walk around and trip over your, yeah. your beard. But, yeah. you know, we're a lot more comfortable with it now. And having met up with those wonderful women in Bathurst, I walked into a room of gorgeous, stylish, intelligent, yeah. vibrant, hilarious women. Yeah. And, like, there's no need to go through it by yourself. There no. are avenues to. Yeah. Okay, does it frustrate you in the 21st century? We haven't been able to come up with more solutions to help women cope with symptoms of menopause. Again, this is coming back, uh, Kat, to the fact that you need good medical uh, support and good family support um, I'm very vocal about telling Mr. Woog when I'm not feeling fabulous and the kids as well. Um, and they understand a lot more than they probably want to about it. Um, well, one of the favourite lines out of, you know, Felix was, uh, can you please stop talking about your uterus? <laughs> no, I will not stop and talking about my uterus. And I said to him, no, uterus. I will not stop talking about my uterus because you guys need to know that, that down there is not just a playground. It's, <laughs> it's, it's function it's and form. function form and fun right and i said and when you have a partner and if that partner happens to be a woman and she's having issues down there i want you to be supportive and to listen and to help no and not just to like, not sit there and sort of go and squirm and you know squint your eyes up and you know just go i don't want to know about it I said, if i ever hear oh, you doing that oh, i will rip your new one rains of terror yeah. rain down before yeah. i remember one time i sent mr Wig up to the servo um to get me uh panadol tampons and a block of chocolate and this man at the servo took the money and said oh you're in for a good weekend mate that was so offensive. <laughs> Mr. Wick came back and he was laughing his head off and I said, you've got no idea how bad your weekend is going to become. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't look at my boobs. Don't talk to me. Don't breathe the air in the same room as me. <laughs> See, this is all normal stuff that we need to be talking about. Um, and the last one is, would this be different if men went through menopause? Yes. Be different. If there men were, went through menopause, there would have been medical breakthroughs on the treatment of menopause fifty years ago. Art uh, tampons would be free. Free vodka would be free. Naprogesics, Naprogesics would be free. Would be free. 
Uh, if men were get through menopause, there would be like marches happening about. Mm. Uh, there'd be government. There'd be special. You'd have a. You'd get there. There would actually be. There would actually be a Centrelink payment. A Centrelink payment task force. <gasps> imagine that. Like imagine if once you got your bloods back, saying you are actually going through menopause, you you got you got free government, air conditioning. You got a government allowance. No, you got free air conditioning. Oh, sweet Jesus. That's what the difference is. Kat, I hope you've got enough to write that article. Um, please be kind to us. Um, and thank you for reaching out. We're thrilled to be a part of Mind Food. What yes. is Mind Food? It's, a, it's actually a really good magazine. It's all about sort of wellness, but not in a way that makes you want to stab people. Well, can we just segue into what's on um, my list at the moment? Yes. Instagram wellness warriors. Okay, so I just recently read two books. One, How to Be Perfect by Holly Rain Wainwright, which was a great read. Oh, yeah. And one was uh, the, the Leanne Moriarty's latest book, Nine Perfect Strangers. And they both talk about wellness retreats and like, oh, God, you should see her. She's bracing herself. Um, and while I found Holly's book quite entertaining, I didn't enjoy Leanne Moriarty's book, um, which is probably going to get me hate mail. But... Um, I've never read one Leanne Moriarty book. Oh. Not one. Okay. I put her in the same... <gasps> what? Be careful. Does she listen? Yeah. Hi, Leanne. <laughs> I'm really sorry. So, I reckon she's a great writer, but I Oh, yeah. Not... No, because I listened to an interview with her the other day, and it was fascinating. She was actually at a panel. She was at a book. It must have been like a... She grew up in Pimble, you know. Did she? Yeah. Um, it, she was at like some... Uh, writers festival and someone was talking to her about it and she was talking about how she created her characters and how she sort of gets into and it was fascinating but i don't know uh, see because i tend to not read i actually don't, well, read, I don't read novels normally that's what i was going to say i don't, read, I don't novels. read novels so i sort of look at those books and go Meh. yeah i normally so, read... that's not saying that you're oh, god that wasn't meaning that she was a bad writer it was just sort of that it She's doesn't it doesn't come onto my radar because i'm like i just She's don't great i just don't read um, those sorts of, of books yeah but this one i didn't really get a lot out of it mainly probably because i'm not really interested in wellness warriors but <laughs> i just am sick to death kimberly of looking at instagram and people are not eating solid food anymore <laughs> You're rubbing it. What's wrong? I know. I don't know what's going on. I'll get you some drops in the break. Um, okay, that's a possible sponsor. Eye drops. People. Eye drops. Um, yeah, yeah, dryness. I, eye dryness. That's a whole um, Why? Okay, here's the thing, right? This is what kills me about it. When you get into something, whatever it is, you you just get so blinkered and think that it's so awesome and you talk to everyone about it and, and are incredulous that they do not get on board. And it's like, dear wellness warriors, no one cares. Go drink your celery juice until midday and then whatever other puree you're going to eat, probably something with pureed spinach and avocado, <coughs> and, you know, knock yourself out. But I just think, like, how can you drink all your dinner and your food? There are people out there that do not eat like a solid piece of food and if you show them a croissant they almost die <laughs> and there's a huge industry that is 
feeding on this wellness as you know weight watchers have changed their tune that they're now called ww which is completely like, off of my whole entire online life yes wwwc yes so they've gripped me off so there's a court action pending good there. i'm glad i'm um, glad you're going to take on the behemoth of uh... <laughs> oprah watch out um <laughs> no but even then they've gone from like living your best life now from not being like morbidly obese but being strong yeah. and being mindful and like being grateful Do and I just think fuck just eat an apple and get yeah. on with it <laughs> I know and the thing is you can be pretty much guaranteed that these wellness warriors are necking a sad blanc oh, like fuck yeah and they're also and they're going through the drive-thru of the cheesy bay oh easy but you yeah. know and then they take photos of themselves with their flat stomachs and like just go to my link in my website and you'll get 50% off this mushroom whey powder, whey powder with unicorn <laughs> testicles oh. fried up in it anyway oh. that's just my whinge I'm just sick of it and I, I went on a massive unfollowing and I'm just thinking why was I following these people in the first place yes I do love it I do love a cleanse oh, I did I got rid of about a thousand <laughs> Isn't it great? And, and because it was, and your feet, it was, you feel lighter and your feeds lighter. I know, and it was clattering up my mind, and I was looking at these people going, "I fucking hate everything that you're preaching. Why am I looking at this? Unfollow." And just just to see the bandwagon get bigger and bigger, I'm waiting for the pushback. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day that carbohydrates is not a dirty word, Kim. Mm. Yes. Do you know there's now new scientific research out that shows that 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 has actually completely Oh sorry. That's Jasper. Um that has totally discredited That's good mothering just there. <laughs> hanging up on your son. Oh he's fine. He's probably I am in the hospital. Oh yeah. Oh god. No, if he rings back he's in the hospital. Yeah. Um no he must be no, he's at home because he's back from the beach. How much do you love gin? <sighs> gin, any hard liquor really. I'm not a whiskey drinker. No. Oh, but anyway, so now they've totally discredited the body mass index, the BMI, yep. and now they're looking at your actual genome because your genetic base is actually what indicates if you whether you because the issue is not about being fat. The issue is about the diseases associated to being fat. Mm-hmm. And what they've discovered is you don't need to be fat to have those diseases. No. So there's plenty of obese people who do not have diabetes, who do not have heart disease, do not have high cholesterol, and do not have high blood pressure. And there's plenty of thin people they who do. do. Yeah. And so now, instead of just body shaming people into, you're going to get diabetes, it's like, well, actually, here's my here's my genetic uh, you know, footprint. And uh, no, I'm not. So suck it. But I have to say, <clears throat> being in your mid-40s, I have seen a huge trend in women getting out, putting on their swimmers, and having a blast. Yeah. You know, and you spend your time in your 20s when you actually were quite fit and thin. Yeah. Like, just, ooh, I've got to suck my stomach in. And now, you know, I put a video up of me paddleboarding. Paddle, well, I don't know if we could call that paddleboarding. I was trying. <laughs> you were standing. I she was, was standing trying. on a board Go to my on Instagram the water. and you can have a look. Um, but the ladies I went away with on what would have been like, you just have to come next year. You just have to come. It is that was the best week I've had it, all year. You could just see, you could actually feel <laughs> the re- relaxation emanating out of your photos. Like it was like, oh my god! And the women that came on them were 
hilarious. None of us were skinny minis, you know, yeah. all like voluptuous and, and nobody cared. And no. we were kitted out with beautiful swimmers from um, Sequins and Sand. Oh. They give us, every time we do one, they give um, away a pair of swimmers to each of our participants, which oh. are really lovely cozies. Yeah. And you just, and you know, people taking photos and I didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't care anymore. No. And it's so good to see so many women who are doing that now. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's That might be the beginning of the pushback to these smoothie drinkers. Yes. Yeah. Um, although that said, I am, uh, I am in a, I am in a fight with my body at the moment about my weight. Okay, what's happening? I'm just annoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed that I'm still in the 90s. I want to be in the 80s, but I cannot seem to stop shoving food in my mouth. Okay. So, yeah. That's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I've even done the whole thing. I've cut back my alcohol intake, and I know exactly. I know exactly what I need to do. I know exactly what I know exactly. I just need to eat less, dude. I, I, I eat less. That's I, all I've got to do. Today's takeaway: I just polished off a packet of bloody <laughs> twisties, and I'm having a gin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did arrive, and I did a complete like. Bleh. Oh my god! So oh, keep, Mrs. Woog about my. Just give them a few seconds about you. you. So, <laughs> your week that was. So last weekend, my week, my my life started to head fast. Okay, south. I'm just going to interject here and say last weekend I was at a five star resort in Thailand and then flew back business class because I got up upgraded. But anyway, you tell me about your story. Yeah, uh, Oscar <laughs> woke up. Uh, I took the little boys to see Shrek the musical at Chatswood. Like, oh yeah, yeah, fun. Uh, you tell that I'm going to get these eye drops for you. Okay, thank you. And uh, which we all just loved. It was actually really good. I thought it was going to be so naff, and it was great. And we got home, and Oscar woke up because Oscar had been asleep because Oscar goes to bed very early because he gets up very early. And I think he just had a seizure, and he was running, and he was also running a temperature, and it was like, holy crap. Okay, Saturday, yep, the cellulitis in his leg was back. So for those who haven't followed my life for as long as some others, uh, Oscar is my eldest, 20, the Wookiee, uh, special needs, and a couple of years back he would get recurrent cellulitis infections in his left leg. And they became so frequent and so severe he would end up in the ICU unit at Sorry, hospital. Sorry, I forgot. I gave it to mum when she was in hospital having her knee replacement. Oh, but you know what? I've got some in my bag. There's like a sort of little Bartik little bag that's my it's medical bag batik. oh is it yeah batik is it, it doesn't happen at mum and me out loud it's is it batik i thought it was batik uh, anyway it's in there um just bring that and they're in there um and so anyway so he would get very he would go septic very fast so i start plying him full of the antibiotic which i now have on standby in the fridge <clears throat> So that's, it's not even fatigue. So that's the stuff. No, I know, but I couldn't think of a better way to describe it's it. Like it's sort of Japanese, floral. isn't it? It's a it's Japanese not, floral. It's, not it's quite pretty, isn't it? Look, not this bad. is this is what I now carry around with me. I oh, know that's what happens when you get up. Okay, I should do a photo of that. Wait, I? yes, you should. Um, we're losing people. We're losing. People. We're not losing people. They're just going. Holy shit! She's just high today or something. <laughs> um, and so anyway, so that was the beginning of the week, and then I had three days working on. Basically, the most pressured, high, you know, performing rating radio show for our national broadcaster in Sydney on the drive show. And I get these putting eye drops in now. Oh no! Before that, though, I was working on Monday, right, for them, and then I had to ring them because Mum collapsed on me, fainted, (laughs) completely passed out on me, like I'm holding her. 
and um, and I couldn't rouse her. It's absolutely terrifying. Oh God! I call the ambulance. Goes to the hospital. They keep her. All oh, test results are fine. New hospital? No, old hospital. The day before the new hospital oh, opened. There's a new hospital opening. The Northern Beaches Hospital. Disappointed. Highly controversial because it's half public, half private. No more, no more beds than what was at Mona Vale. I could throw a stone from my house and hit it. <laughs> As the crow flies, they say. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so the ambos come and the whole kit. She's in hospital. Anyway, she finally comes home the following afternoon. They kept her in overnight with a heart monitor on. She was dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just needed a drink. <laughs> just a glass of water. That's all she needed. But you'll be very pleased to know that in that sort of 48 hours of her passing out on me and me being unable to rouse her and thinking that she She was was potentially having a stroke and, you know, and then having Oscar distraught. Grover saw the whole thing. He was so distraught on Monday. He didn't even go to school. He was just like a mess. Um, You'll be pleased to know that uh, that 48 hours was a lot of mum, you know, basically saying that the reason this whole thing had happened was stress. And that stress would be so. It me. wasn't because you were dehydrated. No, it was because the normal person gets she's thirsty just got so and many takes things until self off yeah. the tap. Yes, it was. Uh, you know, there's so many things to worry about. And I'm just going okay. And then she was like, uh, "And uh, once you're over seventy, here's a hot tip: once you're over seventy and you end up in hospital, uh, a counsellor comes around. So like, I must be like a geriatrician. Yes, yes." So mum filled that counsellor in about how, you know, there's so much, you know, she's so worried because, you know, my daughter lives with me and she's unemployed and she has four children and Even she's on her own. Not. And I'm like, okay, mom. not unemployed. Uh, I, you know, four children, one of them's got, one of them's got a disability and it just, it, look, anyway. Oh, fast don't forward. talk about me out of school. I have a real problem with right. a relative okay. of mine who does this all the time. Okay. So and I've is, had to have words. This is what, this is, this is the thing that undoes me about it, right? I cannot win. Either I, like, if I am working, then she's just so exhausted because she's doing everything, even though I am killing myself to do all the washing, all the clean, like, so that I don't have to listen to her tell me about how tired she is because she's, you know, hung my washing out or whatever. And I see what you cook for dinner. And then she, uh, and then, but if I'm not I'm working, hoping she doesn't listen to the hot flash. No, she doesn't. <laughs> and then she, uh, and then, but if I'm not working, then it's completely like, you know, she's so stressed because I'm not working and how am I going to survive and she doesn't have enough money to, you know, no. And I'm like, but the thing that really irks me about this, that's fine if that's her mentality. I know she, what she then tells her sister. Yep. And what her sister then tells my cousin. Yep. And basically, and then what she tells the bridge ladies, mm-hmm. what she tells the ladies, she the different ladies she goes for walks with twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. It's not okay. No more. It's... I am not. She And I know I come across as the freeloading, good for nothing daughter. Well, I think that's not correct. And you know that's not correct. I know, but it's really hurtful. Um, it's really hurtful. I've got a similar situation um, where it's just gossip about me and I'm always saying to this person in my family if you've got something you want to say ask me I don't yeah. want to hear it back through other people yeah and I'm not a bad person no this is what this is what really upsets yeah, me yeah no fair and enough. then um 
And so then, anyway, one of my dearest friends, Bronwyn, went into calling on Oscar on Friday. And she rings me and she says, he's fine. Like, you know, his leg's up, he's got cake, he's got, you know. And what did he need? Oh, he took a turn on Thursday and I get these, like, absolutely hysterical texts from my mum with about 50 exclamation marks in them about how. Hi, um, Hi, Jackie. I didn't. Do you know why? It's too hot. It's too hot. I couldn't put the oven on. Hey, but there's Diet Coke in the fridge. Oh, I'm having that. Okay, we're yeah. podcasting now, so okay. we're hi, having... Everyone. Oh, hi, everyone from Jackie's. <laughs> just back from ballet. He's got the part of the Cheshire Cat <gasps> in the end of year production of Alice in Wonderland. I couldn't be more proud. That is so You know good. how much I love a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get these... Absolutely hysterical text. Fifteen, fifteen, you know, exclamation marks. He has to go back to hospital. His leg is no good. It's terrible. I get home. The leg is fine, except much more swollen because he hadn't needed. been drinking. <laughs> hadn't been having enough to drink and hadn't kept it elevated. And that was the first really hot day in Sydney, so it overheated. Yeah, drink water, people. I just comes so from the tap. The two of them, and they're like they're like a willy willy. Are they like, you know, like anorexics like... for H two O or something like? <laughs> going to see how dehydrated can I, I get? Who's going to go to hospital first with oh, some sort of Jesus. drink water? I but drink they're water both highly the anxious people and so they feed off each other. So mum of course has come down and looked at his leg and freaked out and you're going to have to go to hospital which of course Oscar's just like oh, I'm going to go to hospital. And so I get 15 phone calls like and when we're work. on air. <laughs> but in the job that you don't have. In the job that I don't have, because I'm unemployed and freeloading and sponging off my poor 75-year-old ailing mother. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to take a little break now, <laughs> because I'm thirsty, and I'm worried that I'm going to faint from dehydration. <laughs> I know, let's... Uh, okay, hey, let's I have need, another gin. I think I need another gin. I'm positively passed. <laughs> okay, we'll be back after the break. <laughs> This woog is getting cranky at me. Yeah, I need to tell you to fucking hurry up. <laughs> she just rang me in the kitchen to say, what the fuck are you doing? Hurry up. Are we on? Yeah. Oh, and welcome back to The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. And I was just privy to a very interesting conversation between Mr. Woog and <laughs> Mrs. Berry about their mutual love of Stone fruit. <laughs> I love a good peach. And what sort of peach did you have? We had a white peach. I prefer white peaches to. Um, they seriously sat there and chopped up peaches. a white peach and talked we about. Had two. Did you? Yeah. Talked about their love of stone fruit. Yeah. It's the only thing that gets Mr. Wig and I through summer. Is oh. the fruit. Well, he hates the heat as much as I do. I know. Oh, so you and Rob chronic. need to hook up. Yeah. And then Mr. Wig and I can um, settle in. Can I just quickly just touch on something about my eccentric husband yes he's getting more and more eccentric by the day but happy like he's happy in the car today i had a conversation with him about how the the there's been a shift in power recently in our relationship that i'd let him sort of think he was the boss for a little while there and now i was taking back the reins and he was like you keep telling yourself that darling you keep telling yourself that but i will shame him now and i'm going to say something that's going to make you laugh Mr. Woog is an adrenaline junkie. Yes. He believes he's 22, where yes. he's 45. Yes. Um, he uh, has good life insurance, thank God, because he's coming off his bike every second day. And he said to me yesterday... He's going to do a hip. He's going to do a hip. He said to me yesterday, um, because he's now a vegetarian, a fruititarian, and a, you know, just... Is, uh, is a body a, is a temple. Is he a, bes- a pescatarian? A pescatarian. So it's, so it's fish and not... He does. Right? I just sent him out to get some prawns and... It, 
I know he didn't. He didn't seem on. Um, he didn't seem on board with that. <laughs> he will get on board. <laughs> anyway, he says to me yesterday, the closest I've had, um, uh, the closest I've been to a carb in the last month was when I licked a cashew. <laughs> He's a wellness warrior. You hate this is why you're projecting so much. It's because you actually live with I'm one. I'm living with one. Does he does he make like does he do like green no, smoothies? No, he doesn't do green smoothies. Oh, thank God. No, he doesn't do because that. that may that may re that may I don't know re image the picture. He's or Hungarian, so he should be eating potato and gnocchi and carbs, and he shuns them. We've got nothing in common anymore. He licked a cashew. I think he was joking, but there was cashews on the bench. What a dick. <laughs> I do love him though. He's a good boy. He is a good He's boy. He's a good boy, but yeah. my goodness. You, you did catch a good one there. I, well, I kissed a lot of frogs. <laughs> I did kiss a lot. And if you were As at, we discovered in Bathurst. In Bathurst, which we're not going to mention now, but if you were at our live in Bathurst, you would know that there was quite a few shagging areas that I could identify. We, we could barely go a block. We could barely drive a block without Mrs. Wood going, oh, oh I, oh, oh I'm a, oh, the, I was a highly sexualized teenager. I just had no idea. I wasn't fucking anyone. Well, I wrote this article yesterday about this awful thing that's going on with the Abbotsley and a lot of oh, primary school. The don't private get me schools. started. Um, and Hello, we're Christian, love and acceptance, yeah, except and, you and you. And you, and you. And so if you haven't read it, go and read it. It actually broke my internet for a while. So many people trying to read it. And I said to mum, mum, read it, but don't read the first few stanzas where I talk about how my boyfriend used to come and stay every Saturday night in the boarding school. <laughs> and, and we would root like rabbits. And then the next day I'd get up and go to chapel. <laughs> and I'd say, just stay, don't make any noise. I'll be back in an hour. I'd put my uniform on, go and listen to Reverend Matt talk about love and forgiveness. And I would say to myself, please forgive me for my fornication that happened one hour ago. Are we all good? <laughs> You are, oh my, I, I just hold you in such high esteem now. <laughs> Shut up, I'm not the one going to swingers parties these days. Christ, on a cracker. Well, we're I'm still just arguing whether we're catching up. We're, still, we're arguing whether we're going to go to Chatswood for dinner tonight or whether it's too hot. <laughs> okay, I'll just want to move on to, we've got a lot to cover in not a lot of time. I want to talk about let's catch up before Christmas. Why, oh. why, why? <laughs> Why do we have to? No. Or why, why do we does, say that? Why does everyone want to catch up before Christmas? I, as if we're all going to fall off the earth on Boxing Day. I know, and we've had all fucking year and I haven't wanted to see you. I haven't wanted to see you all year. Why do I need to see you and, like, mush you in for half an hour at some yeah. place where, you know, we can tick that box? Do yeah. you get that? Is there a lot of that happening for you? Uh, no, I don't actually Clients, have that many friends. My agency. Um, like, you know, oh, let's catch up before Christmas. Like, you've never wanted to catch up with me before now. Unless yeah. you're going to give me a big check or something. I'm not interested. <laughs> but you see, this is where I'm such an easy lay. Because if they just sort of say to me, we'll give you free food and booze. I'm like, okay. <laughs> God, I love a free feed. It is good. It's tastier. <laughs> so when I arrived and Mrs. Wu gave me, you know, recover, recovery, Chinese. recovery Chinese. I, I literally inhaled it. I, it's I the best. Every mouth, every mouthful was divine. But my god, it tastes so much better, doesn't it? When someone else makes it for you and says, "Here, sit down, eat this, drink this." <laughs> um, can I have a little moment to talk about how we're never too old to realise our dreams? 
I have been waiting for this <laughs> because my dream is to become a Victoria's Secret model <laughs> and I know it's in the realms of possibility. Tell me your Okay, story. if you if you cover off on, on Victoria's Secret, yep. I'll cover off on Honey Burdette. Okay. Fascist, you can do they? the you can do the lace and I'll do the leather. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your dream and realizing it. So I like to think I had a bit to do with that. Too. Oh, you didn't have a bit. You had a lot. <laughs> so you know, this year has been very challenging for me in terms of my in terms of work and my whole sense of self in that space. And, and I'm nagged on by your mum and my mum. <laughs> Apparently, I'm unemployed because, uh, you know, mum doesn't have much of a concept about if you don't go to work every day from nine to five like a school teacher like she did, <laughs> then you're not working. It doesn't count. Um, I really need to get Eva Cox in my house to talk to mum about the concept of unpaid work. Yes. Anyway, so long-held dream of mine to work at the ABC. Never knew how I would ever get there. Always wondered why I didn't actually do broadcast at uni except for the fact I just felt like all the pretty girls did it and I was too fat and could never be on telly, not really actually thinking about the whole radio potential. Which is actually ridiculous because you would be I great know. on camera. And do you know what? This is actually... You and I should get our own show. I know. Write that down on the list. A show. TV show. TV show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just putting a must do on that. And put it under your pillow because then apparently it happens. Oh, so that's different from then if you put it in your freezer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um... So, <laughs> so um, what I really wish I'd actually had was someone in that late teens or just in my yeah, mid-teens to late teens age bracket to actually provide a bit of guidance to go... It was a different world back then, darling. It was a different world back then. Anyway, so fast forward uh, to... We're building our own media empire now. We are. Yeah. Fast forward to Wendy and Wendy Harmer and Wooks saying... And Wooks saying to Wendy... We went out to lunch. Yes, you need to you need to get Kim a job. And Wendy's saying, have you ever thought about radio producing? And we're going, oh, my God, I'd love that so much. And so she did actually open the door for me. Yeah. And I went in. she's a fucking solidly awesome yep. lady. And I went in and I had a meeting with the content director. And then I went and I did a shadow shift on the breakfast show. And then I landed and that. And you met Robbie Bach. And I met Robbie Bach. That's adorable. And I would just sit there and go, there's James Valentine. There's Simon Marnie. Who ate your Christmas there's cake this week? A Simon Marnie. <laughs> oh my God. He's so, like, and seriously, and, and you know, Richard Glover. Richard Glover, there's Richard Glover. And, and do they know your name now? Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's like when I met Celeste Barber. Philip Clark? Me, when she asked me what my name was, I said, I wrote a blog called Boothwells. And she goes, I think I've heard of you. <gasps> oh! She's got five million followers. That's like more than that's like the whole of the ABC combined. <laughs> and um, and I but just... it's also I, I have to just segue into here when I met Samantha Maiden, who's the journalist, yes, um, at Rick Morton's book launch, yeah. And I said, oh, you know, yeah, like because she's a bit controversial. I quite like to be bolshy and stuff. Yeah, she, and, yeah, yeah. I like to drink. She'd obviously had a few. And then she said to me, and I was like fangirling a little bit. <laughs> and then she said to me, "Who are you?" And I went, I'm nobody. <laughs> oh, wait. And then I walked away. Oh. But then we basically face raped Lisa also. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was continue. Uh, so, and then there was a bit of, and then nothing really happened because I worked at that AI startup. Shitty. <clears throat> Brozone. Hideous. Well, it wasn't hideous. There were beautiful, actually all the people there were just lovely, but except for some. Um, <laughs> 
And so then I re-contacted um, the, the contact director who I'd been talking to and, and she was like, right, come back in. We'll do some more training because it's been a while. And so I went in and I've just worked. So in the last three weeks, I've done three weeks. I worked two days, two days, and this week, three days. And I've worked on nightlife and evenings. And this week, I worked three shifts on drive with Richard Glover. And can I just say... You're living the dream. That show, fucking intense. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, the tension headache I had on the first day was just like... Channel that into excitement if you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, it was just I was still going. Like there was no. And this is the really interesting thing. I don't have any imposter syndrome. I don't have any. I'm just there. I know I should be there. I know I have so much more. Was it like just coming home? It was like coming home, Mrs. Woods. It was like I was home. And I've always said to you, you are the ABC. I am. You belong in there. And I've gone in, I do, you know, yeah. I go in a bit. Same and thing, I, do you get the same vibe? And I do walk around there going, this is my, oh, well, obviously I don't have the skills that you have to be able to actually research and not be impartial to explosions of opinions, <laughs> which is why I have, like, but, oh, they're chasing me to go on the Today Show um, all the time now to talk oh. with Carl Stefanovic, and I just can't trust myself. Oh, why? Do it. Oh, my oh, God. No, and I was supposed to go on Friday, and I pulled you out. You could be your own Samantha Maiden. But she always seems drunk. Well, <laughs> well there's a goal. <laughs> That's positive. Yeah, no, God, like, seriously. I have to work on, I have imposter syndrome. I have to get over myself. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And, um, and you know, like, it just... I just think sometimes if I had the confidence, I could do so much. Oh, same. Yeah. What's well, that? I would, have, I would have been doing this two decades ago. I know. What is that? I don't know. I still don't have it, though. Mm. 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 <laughs> so, anyway, it's just amazing. I, I am now in. I have got my swipey card that I check on all random doors. Do you know what? I keep all the swipey cards. No. Oh! When I'm a guest in there, because that's naughty, like, you know. And then sometimes I just wear them to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'll sit there and be so today. <laughs> I was in the TARDIS. Oh, the TARDIS. Love the TARDIS. And when I'm in the TARDIS, and Dr. Carl, yeah, Tris- Grizzlenitsky, Grizzlenitsky is in next to me, and I'm like, oh, Carl, hi, I'm just doing some work in here. Um, <laughs> radio is where it's at. I've got face for radio. Uh, we I, need to uh, yeah, move I just, on. So I think just, there's something um, on, on your list about music. I'm going to absolutely veto that because you're talking about music. What's that say? No, it says the Miniso Mini, Mini Fan. So oh. is everyone across Miniso? It's like a Japanese $2 shop, except things aren't $2. That They sort of range in price. But it's the best. It's like you can pick up a phone charger or a bat scratcher or a makeup a bag. Scratch. Have you been a... noticing I'm doing this? Yes, I have. Because I've got a bit of sunburn from oh, oh. last week. I was in the oh. I was in Asia. Oh, yeah. I had a five-star resort. I don't oh, know if I've mentioned that. No. Don't know no, if I've mentioned you? that. It's a five-star yeah. resort. Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Did you drink before. a lot? I would have just... Oh, no. No, I would have just smoothies. Smoothies. And acai bowls. Acai. Acai bowls. Acai bowls. And mousse made of avocado and cacao. Oh, cacao. I never... How did they work that out? How did they work out you can mash up avocado and put cacao in it? I just don't try and I'm starting to get angry. Um, (laughs) We have to move on to the reader questions. reader questions. How are we all? Someone was talking... Jeez, there's a lot today. 
We're not going to be able to get through all of them, um, but we will start. Someone talked about bacon spread. Okay, so Carol Davis said, the ABC, please tell all we've covered that. Chrissy Fitzgerald, restaurants are to people in the 80s what theatre was to people in the 60s. I don't really get that. Um, well, people used to go to theatre in the 60s and then in the 80s they went to So the what restaurant. do they do now in the... Because that's like 40... The 80s was like 40 years ago. Don't say that. I know, isn't that horrifying? Why... Kelly B, why has community left the burbs? This has been bugging me a lot of late. We have to... You, the only person who can fix it is, is us. Is, is us. Is each of us. Yep. And it's just a, a one little thing. It's starting to have a morning tea or it's starting to have yep. a Sunday afternoon drinks or it's starting to have a... Throw you your know, kids into the neighbour's pool. Yep. I live the next only door. way yes. this stuff gets resolved is, is by the steps you, that we take. You do it. Yeah. Um, I happen to live next to one of the most amazing cupcake bakery yes. bakers in the world. Oh, I can't even. They're so good. Um, um, like we've got an open door policy. You need to be able to ring. Um, we've got local mums in the group, and it's like anyone up for a shampoo this afternoon. Yeah. You just have to do it. Um, so if it bugs you. Do something. Laura Lewis, everything bugs me. <laughs> I'm in danger of losing my sense of humour and becoming a cranky old cow. Laura, I love you. Yes. I love you, Laura. Do you know how much I just yell? Like, I am like... I, I, uh, I just I yell into the wind so much these days. I, I can see Chatswood from my house. I can't go there because I want to stab people. <laughs> I took we, well, the boys and I went to Chatswood when we went to see you know Shrek the musical. To which Felix went, "Isn't it just a man painted green?" And I was like, "Yeah." But they sang, their singing was amazing. It was great. Anyway, we're there, and you know it's very multicultural in yeah Chatswood. Yes, um, very major, which is fabulous because of well, great this is what restaurants. This is the thing. So the boys and I are walking through it, and I'm just saying, "Look at this." Look at this. And I said, when, people, when people say to you, oh, you know, no, 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 about different different no. you know, cultures and, and different, you know, nationalities coming in, I said, you say, you say they bring and enrich oh, our yeah. society so much more than, than what they take away. Oh, and they, sure. if they take away anything, you know, it's just so, yeah. So, so you just got to put your big girl pants on tonight and go to Chatswood for dinner. <laughs> Laura, and have a bit of hashtag romance with your husband. Oh, Jesus. Throw a leg over later. God, I've got this toothache. Um, <laughs> Laura, but why does everything bug her and she's in danger of losing her sense of humour? What advice can you give to Laura? I can tell you a couple of things. Stop watching Sky News. Yeah. Stop watching anything that's enraging. So basically... Q&A. Q&A. Uh, basically, Nightly just news. read books. <laughs> so, Stay off social media and don't follow Instagram. So, um, who was it? Laura. Laura. I Laura, this has been something that's really helped me this week, is actually in the car, instead of listening to the radio or my, or my list of podcasts, I've actually just put on a couple of my old favourite, like, you know, ba- bands and artists to listen to. So, um, at the moment, Dixie Chicks is blaring through my radio in the car, and I just sing at the top of my lungs, just driving along. I'm free, free falling. That's not Dixie Chicks. No. That's that Jerry Maguire song that he's Yeah, like. and do you know what, Laura? It's actually, it has actually improved things this week, because while, while my work scenario is so fantastic and 
so much of my life is fantastic. I'm still, I still run on a lot of stress and a lot of, you know, just tension. Do you know what you should do? Some mindfulness activities like colouring <laughs> in. Okay, well, oh, colouring in. Yeah, buy a colouring in book, Laura. They'll fix it. everything. Although, you can get ones now, the colouring in, where it's like just basically like vaginas and cocks and, you know, just the word cunt okay. over and over really and over. a interesting one. This is from Jane, who is a, both, a friend of both of ours in real life. Christmas. My ex, who is Jewish, has complained about Christmas every year for the past 16 years. Moan, groan. I'm Jewish. I don't do Christmas. It's so expensive and unnecessary. Blah, blah. He texts me this week. He wants the kids for the first time since we've split up. Guess when, you guys? He wants them for Christmas. Kim? Like, I'm, you're, I'm in that, you're in that situation more so than me. I would be like, take the kids and like, let me go to Bali. But I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I think that's preposterous. What it's do preposterous. you think? So you can either try and call his bluff and go, what's this all about? Because yeah. I know, you know, you're Jewish and you've always complained about every year. What's going on? Or you could just cut his cock off <laughs> and shove it down his throat. They're two options. <laughs> what would you be inclined to do? I don't know. No, you're you're like well, a rational person. I would do, you know, I would do option A while envisaging <laughs> doing option B. <laughs> what gives? That's a power thing. That's a power thing. Yeah, no, it's a complete power trip. No, yeah, a power play, I should say. So your advice to Jane is to is do well. I would actually go about it in terms of a diffusing statement, like so. What gives? Like you yeah. know, like normally you know you've yeah. never really been into it because of your you know religion, and so so talk to me about what this is about. Yeah, perfect. And of course he'll just go, <laughs> but you just if you actually maintain, you actually do you know what you have to actually do when you're dealing with these types of idiots is um, no these emotionally. Stunted middle-aged men is you actually have to be the therapist, yeah, and it's really frustrating because everything everything in your body wants to just smack them around the head or drive over them with with a two before, but you know that you just can't do that. And I've got another friend who's doing who's dealing with exactly the same thing, and her her ex rings her and gives her an absolute spray about. That she, you know, she's a whore and she's <gasps> this and she's that and she. Oh, and that's then just nasty. a few hours later, calls back and goes, "I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have called you that." No, and she has, has to maintain. She has to maintain her. You know, he sounds like he might have a multiple borderline personality. Oh, look, you know. Okay, Don't Vicky, one of my favourite girls on the whole internet, Vicky Finch. Why? Oh, does, I why, love her. I love her too. Why does everything on your body become dry? <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or women that get thrust oh. into menopause surgically without being the perimenopause? Like, I hear you, sister. I used to always laugh at my mum who had hand cream Look, in the car. Old man hands? Oh, old lady hands. Even brown I am compared my to My mum said to me, oh, that might be something to do with the five-star resort and mm, care. Oh, maybe it is. I, yeah. do, you, do you know about that? Yeah, you know, I heard that you, you know went away last week. Do you know what's happening in October next year? Oh, you're going to prepare it? We're going to the same one. Ooh. And it's going to be even You know better. where I'm going to be in October next year? <laughs> New York, New York, it's a wonderful town. 
Apparently. Is that with your boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, no. So he's with you. Um, dry, you get dry because we like Kim's son and Kim's mother. You're not drinking enough. <laughs> You're not drinking enough water. No, I have. That's going to be my new line for everything. Like, oh, I've got a headache. Maybe you're dehydrated. I've, I've broken my arm. I Maybe will... you're dehydrated. I'll give you a hot tip. There's a, an oil on the market. It's called, um, oh, my, my friend Kirsten has it, uh, Skin Boss. So, Skin Boss, write it down. She does body and face oils. Um, So, I use Skin Boss on my face and then on my body, which is super dry, like drier than a nun's nasty. Um, I use uh, a Vaseline in a brown bottle. But then I I add... Vaseline? Intensive care. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like Vaseline, like the petroleum jelly. No. And (laughs) then I use Kirsten's Skin Boss... Um, and I add that to it, and it's just smooth. See, I have an issue with lotions. I don't like them. They feel weird on your skin. Oh, you have an issue with lotions, but you're perfectly okay doing sex in front of strangers in a swing. It, well, yes, yeah, so long as he's not cock, <laughs> so long as he's not cock okay, okay, we're going to move right on. I hope that's helpful for you. <laughs> Can I just say that on Instagram at this very point in time, there is a picture from Kitty Flanagan and she says, ready for summer in my new neck to knee swimwear. Just like the 1920s, only stretchy. Hashtag happy old lady. I think she might be our new favourite person. I think she's going to be our mascot. Kitty Flanagan be our mascot? Let's just work her out. Oh, Kiralee, this is an interesting one. Friendships are more complicated than relationships. I have no patience for it and my first instinct is to cut. Okay, Kiralee, for me, friendships are relationships. There's, I can't differentiate between the two. Yep. There's like a sexual relationship or like a marriage or a partnership. Yeah, yeah. Um, but friendships are relationships. Um, I don't tend to have dramatic people in my life because... What? <laughs> apart from Kim. Um, because <laughs> kidding? All of, like, our whole world is full of dramatic women. No, but they're loud and no, but that's a two-way street. With every single friend of mine is a two-way street, and there has been friendships that I've had to let go over the years that have been a complete one-way street, where I've only been called upon if something's required, a favour is needed, blah 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 blah, um, and a download has been like, and then I have to take all that energy and those problems. Yeah, Uh, and I just don't have time for that, Kim. No. Too busy being a Victoria's Secret model. Don't have the emotional bandwidth. No. Mm. No. So I don't have a huge amount of friends, which is ironic. I have a huge amount of um, readers online, and, and even that sometimes gets a bit overwhelming. So I've got a couple of girls that help me out with that. But when you're taking on someone's mm. drama the whole time, you've already got your own drama. You don't need to add to it. Yeah. What do you think? I've lost a couple of friendships in the last sort of couple of years. And I do wonder... Is that because you're B.O.? Uh, maybe my hairy pits. <laughs> maybe my penchant for using the word cunt. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, and I often actually wonder... I wonder whether any of it was... Oh, Mr. Wig's out there fussing around in the garden. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't have his little conical hat on. <laughs> that I bought him from Vietnam. <laughs> Isn't he cute? He's so cute. Mrs. Wook has done very well. Hi, darling. Hello, Kate. Hello, Kate. Look at him. Um, I actually wonder Do you know, I if though, the fallouts came from hormonal sort of, like, insanity. 
because it was around babies. It was no, it was around. Um, it just that there was a lot of um, just irrationality around the situations and the conversations, and me just sort of going, nothing I say here is actually going to yeah, no. What's happening Too here? Too hard and. And you know, but yeah, it's really sad. But you know, but you know what? Like, at least you can get rid of friends, your family. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to finish off. Oh, well, there's two more I want to talk about. Angela McGuire asked, "Malcolm Turnbull follows Kim on Twitter." Yeah, can you like what? So, Ange pointed this out to me this week that I'm one of what 46 people he follows. Do you know Ange? Yeah, yeah. And I just went, oh, oh, what? 45. He follows 45 people in the world and you're one of them. And I'm one of them. What the fuck is that all about? That's weird. You should text him. I can't. I just don't want to jinx it. No, you should just say, you know, we're really sorry that you lost your seat. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I just so love how he is playing the game. I know. I just love I it. I am like, like he's... suck on it, Scott. Suck on it. And he's like the big... <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you guys. Everyone's like, oh, what a coward for running away. I said, like, if someone treated me like that, I'm not going to sit around and fucking... Here, we're going to get rid of you, but now you need to come back and yeah. stand here and support the person replacing you who, like, after we kicked you out. Yeah. What? No, I'm going to fuck off to my multi-million yeah. dollar Oh, can you help me out and go to Indonesia? Because you're really good mates with him and, like, sort of smooth the waters. And also he goes and does that and, oh, well, do you know, you don't need to, like, you don't need to get involved. Scott Morrison is scourge. Oh, and I have... He's such a very, bro. He's such a bro. Yes. We, honestly, we're wrapping up soon. But I have a very good authority that Jane Carroll is running for the seat of Warringah. I know. I've hooked her up with a friend of mine who is a political strategist. Oh. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> text. So I've hooked her up with a political strategist. And if that happens, we are backing Jane Carroll. Oh. Absolutely. We'll get her on the show too. She did, she did more to get like public education policy back. Like onto the main stage mm. than anyone's done for yeah. an awfully long time. Yeah, and if anyone says something, I don't really like her. I, I blocked them on my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and that is that is correct. That is the sisterhood. Yeah. Um. So I have to. I just have to. Break what do you think here. about Karen Phelps? Great. Yeah, absolutely. Why um, aren't we talking about fucking climate change? It's yeah. the most important thing. I think. Well, not the most. One of the top ten. Oh. Okay. Look, I know. Jesus. It's fine. We're just you just all have to tolerate us because it's been weeks. Now I'm just going to have an, an a moment of environmental geeky geekiness. Oh all right, God, I have time to go and do the toilet, make a sandwich, make a roast. Stop it. Cut a quiche. So two years ago, there was a legal um, a legal advice was uh, delivered, uh, basically telling um, telling board members that they no longer had the excuse. Of, of not knowing if something happened to their business that was related to climate change, right? Now, the fact is, is that pretty much anything can happen to a business now that's related to climate change. Severe weather events, uh, sea, sea level rising, um, you name it. And when I say that, the fact is, is that a business might be importing something from Bangladesh and Bangladesh is already experiencing sea level rise from climate change. Uh, so, the, and if that's going to impact on their bottom line, then people are going to have recourse to say, why is your stock market, you know, why is your stock price dropping? Because, you know, you should have been factoring all this stuff in. Woogs is winding me up, which is making me going to talk for longer. So anyway, from that statement about company directors, 
Then there was also another statement that was delivered down to the insurance industry and so on and so forth. All saying, you guys, the game is up, right? You can put your head in your sand about this for as long as you like, but there is now going to be legal recourse for you to be held accountable. So let's fast forward to last week when the board of company directors, no, is that what they're called? The Australian Institute of Company Directors? Maybe that's what they are. Came out saying that they're now agitating the government for this to be part of, you know, to be on the top of their priority list. So, one, you can fuck right off because for two years you've been sitting on that guidance that tells you that you can't get away with it anymore. Two, the rest of the world has known this for the better part of the last decade and you have been putting pressure on the government to not do anything. And three, well, there isn't a three. It just makes me so cranky. And it's just, and do you know what makes me even more cranky? And uh, it's men. Men. Give me the Australian Institute of Company Directors and show me how many, is there a 50-50 split of women on that in that association? On boards of directors, how many women are there? This is this is men being dicks. That's what they're being. Total dicks. So I'm sorry. That's done? my that's my rant. Are you done? But yeah. You can't come out two years after you've had legal advice and go, this now needs to be a priority. It should have been a priority fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. In the seventies when the science started to show it. Have a deep breath. Have some water. <laughs> That's not a good way to end. What else can we no, end no, on? No, no, no. I'm going to end on this. Caroline Wright, right. Caroline Wright wrote. Yes. Can we talk about kindness? <gasps> Any teeny oh. tiny slivers of good would to be of good to hear. Okay. Okay. So. I, when I was looking after my mum, um, and I went over to get some noodles from the local um, noodle Thai place, yeah. one of the women came in next to me and she just finished her shift at B1 Spirits. Yeah. Um, and she'd ordered her lunch and went to pay for it and they didn't take cards, so I paid for her lunch and I said to her, you just pay that forward. And she was so stoked and I felt really good. Aww. And then after I'd, after I'd paid for it, I said... You should have got the prawns, love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today when I was getting the manny and the petty, um, there was a baby, you know, like a toddler, just out in the main centre of the shopping centre, losing its ever-loving mind. Oh, and not memories, a, memories. Like the colour of Mr. Walton colour. Memories. Happy days. Um... And not one of those, like, I want that and you're not giving it to me tantrums. Like a, it's just like overtired. Um, a full, yep. you've just got to write it out. Like, yep. there's nothing you, nothing. Can, nothing you can do. No. And it was, yep. like, it was like one of those ones where you hear it and your shoulder starts coming up yep. and your eyes and get slinky. And that knot comes And the knot. And, you know, a few people in the salon started to sort of say stuff like, oh, someone's not happy. Oh, fuck, how helpful is that? And so I just said, I feel so sorry for that mum. Yeah. I said, if I didn't have sticky toenails and my hands in water, I would go out there and give her a big hug and go and buy her a coffee. But you didn't because your vanity overtook it. Yeah, my vanity overtook it. Your need for being a nice person. 
it would have been thought about but it. it would have been so easy to have just gone oh, she should just be controlling that child oh why are they even here she should just take that baby home it's like she's doing the best she can no and all i could think of at the time was it's just about being kind to each yeah, other absolutely like just let's all just cut as as bronwyn said to my mum this week about me you just got to cut us like you know she said this to my mum you just got to cut us some slack yeah and it's like, let's all just cut each other some slack. Yeah. None of us are perfect. No. Oh, God. I make mistakes every has, day. All you know, of us have shitty days. All of us have joyous days. Let's do what we can to help people and whatever the type of day it is. Yeah. And, and do it not for recognition. Even no. bringing old yeah. ladies bin in. Yeah. But it doesn't take much. No. And I think with that, darling, I think we've probably covered off everything. <gasps> I think I need a lie down. I do too. Um, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Hot Flush. As always, we really, really rely on you going to... What do they have to do? Oh, what? Oh, yeah. So whoever... Yeah, mainly iTunes, I think, like where you go and you... Not only do you rate us, but you also leave a comment. And, and subscribe. You can do oh, yes, you have to subscribe. Of course, that's a given. But you can also do all those things on the podcasts that, like, whatever platform you listen to us on. So there's now myriad. Oh, and we're on Spotify. I don't know what that means. So Spotify was really hopeless at getting podcasts onto its platform. And now, if you search Hot Flush. The Hot Flush? Uh, and if you go to podcasts, it says The Hot Flush. Yay! And we're there. And so, yes, can you also tell your friends, um, and Buy Mind Food magazine, we'll let you know when that's coming out, but thank you so much for joining us. We are thrilled again with what happened in Bathurst. We can't wait to get out and meet more of you. And did I say, did I say at the beginning that I tried to, when I tried to, um, when I downloaded the recording... Because we used mics, because I thought yeah. that would be super fancy, and it didn't actually anyway. play. Anyway, we're going <laughs> to so, leave so you sorry, to guys. it. We're going to try and get this up tonight. It was just a recording of nothing. And uh, what do we like to say? <gasps> just keep plucking.